This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. Here's I got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Will you pardon the January 6th rioters who were convicted of federal offenses? What do you think about the United States' current debt situation, and how can we move forward? If elected president again, how would you act not only to defend our Second Amendment rights, but to restore rights that have been taken from us, um, such as, by example, recently the ATF's ruling on the pistol stabilizing braces? How do you plan to appeal to women voters in New Hampshire who are concerned about the Dobbs decision and how states may change their laws? Do you support this decision, and how would you deal with the increasing threat posed by Vladimir Putin? Do you agree with deploying troops to the border, and how will a Trump administration slow down the rate of migrants coming across all our borders? What would you do as president to protect us from government interference? We are witnessing an absolute travesty unfolding on our southern border. On Monday, we apprehended over 10,000 people on the border, the highest level in history. On Tuesday, we apprehended over 10,000 people on the border, again, the highest level in history. There are right now, when we're standing, more than 22,000 people camped just south of the border, getting ready to come across. Just in this location, in less than a month, we've had over 35,000 Venezuelans cross illegally just right here, not counting the whole rest of the border. Every day, just right here, they're encountering, encountering 90 to 100 Chinese nationals. Now, for anyone that doesn't have their globe nearby, China is not immediately to the south of the United States. But 90 to 100 a day are crossing illegally on this border, being smuggled in by Mexican drug cartels. And, and I have to say I am angry because this is deliberate. This is a decision that was made by President Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and congressional Democrats to open up the border to what is nothing less than an invasion. Ask yourself, why is President Biden not here? Why is Kamala Harris not here? Why is Elizabeth Warren not here? Why is AOC, she still owns the white pantsuit, why is she not here with her head buried in her hands? Because they don't give a damn about the dead bodies. Six weeks ago, I asked Secretary Mayorkas how many migrants died in the past year crossing illegally. He said, I don't know. The number is 853. But he can't be bothered to worry about that. I asked him how many women have been sexually assaulted in the last year by human traffickers. He said, I don't know, because the administration can't be bothered by that. I asked how many children have been physically and sexually assaulted. Again, I don't know. 
We're witnessing modern-day slavery. And maddeningly, what the Biden administration has decided is they want more. Title 42 is expiring today, and you know what happens tomorrow? Those numbers go up. This is an invasion, and they want the numbers to go up. Let me say to the men and women from the, from the Border Patrol who are heroes, they are extraordinary heroes, and we're down here to tell them thank you, to tell them we love you, to tell them we got your back, even as your political superiors are making it impossible for you to do your job. The Biden administration is really proud now that they have apps on their phone. That when someone crosses illegally, they can fill out an application in two minutes. This is the Amazon version of illegal immigration. They're going to make it fast and deliver them anywhere in the country. We've seen six and a half million people cross illegally since Joe Biden became president, and the administration wants six and a half million to be 10 million, to be 12 million, to be 15 million, to be 20 million. And the body bags that pile up, they can't be bothered to worry about. I'll tell you, the great state of Texas is on the front lines. The volume is overwhelming. It's got to stop. Okay, this invasion now in the first couple of days, um, it shows you what we're up against. I've been you know, talking about it since the official, the formal, started on... Um, started on um uh Thursday night Friday morning right at 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 midnight basically central time in Texas where the judge took it off and then rolling and you're seeing what's happening right there still i think in addition to my rants the best succinct talking about is an invasion as we've been talking about for, for the last couple of days uh, Saturday, 13 May, the year of 2023. Todd Benson, we are going to have Todd on here. He's been doing incredible work. We are going to have Todd on here. Um, I've also got, because I want to pull the camera back, today we're going to lay out frameworks for you to, to think about and to internalize and, and to mull over over the weekend because this is a work weekend. Every, every weekend from now until we sort this thing out as a work weekend. We can't take any time off, right? Or a little time off. Um, and, and, and the reason is that you have to look at this contextually. This is the early stages of the Third World War. Now, we're in this war where the administrative state, as President Trump says, the enemy is the administrative state, the deep state. And they are clearly a, a driving force of this. But we also have our enemies. We have the enemies of the Chinese Communist Party, which works, as we know, they've infiltrated much of the government, the Higginbotham situation in, uh, in DOJ, what, what you've seen in DOJ, of the, what we know on Capitol Hill and in big tech, in the lords of money on, um, on Wall Street. In the second hour, we're going to talk about a solution. We're going to have Philip Patrick on here and, and Dave Walsh together because I want to I want to bring together how energy the operating plan for the economy and finance all can kind of work together. What's happened, and this is something that's not been, it's been missed by a lot of people. We've been on it, working on it in the middle of all this. And this is how they do it. They, they foment chaos and then they come in with what they want to do. This radical plan to, to, to restructure uh, our economy based upon this radical theory of net carbon zero 
they've they've basically passed a regulation uh, and, and are having a comment period over at EPA that is going to, as at the very moment we're electrifying the country with electric vehicles and everything, we've talked to you about how the grid's not ready for it. They have now come out, and I think they're taking two-thirds of the of our uh, power generation essentially offline. Dave Walsh is going to walk you there. It's breathtaking of what's going to happen. I do want to start at the, one of the battlefronts of, of the Third World War because it, it's, it's emblematic of some of these issues, particularly we had the debt ceiling issue. And, and, you know, we're talking about they don't want to do cuts. We're sending hundreds of billions of dollars over to Ukraine and to the Charnel House. And they're already talking about trillions of dollars that are not going to come here to the United States, that, that people like BlackRock are going to, to rebuild Ukraine. And Harnwell is the first guy to point it out. Now we know, as the Financial Times tells us, guess what? It's going to be, it's going, I think it's the, the, what they're talking about now, oh, they're going to lead with uh, essentially the Green New Deal in Ukraine. So we got to get to all this. I set a framework for you because now we're in it. And you saw this. That's why I wanted to start with the questions to the president that weren't the questions from CNN. The important things are on the top of mind and the sophistication of those citizens that were the co-stars of Wednesday night in Donald J. Trump. Because we're in it now, and remember, one of the things is to is to silence you because you understand the Ukraine war. You understand what we should not be doing there. You understand the issues of the death ceiling. You understand the, the complexity of what happens on the southern border, has, why it has to be shut down. Because we've had the best reporters out there for many years. Ben Harnwell in Rome. Give me an update, you know, and, and, and we've never questioned the valor, the courage of the Ukrainian people. One of the one of the things we say, the tragedy is they're being they're being fed into the charnel house uh, just to be slaughtered. And back moots a town of 70,000 people. And we now know that it looks like the spring offensives are starting. The Russians have never been able to take it in a 10 month siege. They've actually removed the Russian army and have the mercenary group, the Wagner group down there. And that madman that runs it, it gets on social video and he shows you how bloody it is. He hasn't been able to take it. He hasn't been able to close what's called the road to life, which is that one road that uh, that leads in there that's resupplied the Ukrainian military. And now the Ukrainian military looks like they may, you know, there's all kind of reports because you don't know in the fog of war over there what, what you're being lied to by the KGB or being lied to by the Ukrainian information service, which is just as will tell you a bald faced lie to your face. Whether they've backed, whether they've backed the, um, whether they've backed the Ukrainians off. We do know that the Europeans, certain members of the European community are getting a belly full of this and saying, no, I want to talk about Eurovision. I want to talk about where we stand with Zelensky right now. All that. You're here with me for the hour. Uh, we're getting Benzman up in a few minutes. Give me give me your assessment of Ukraine right now, sir. Morning, Steve. Well, it's very difficult to know. As you say, uh, both sides are um, using um, deceit and manipulation to further their propaganda campaigns. And that's an important element of warfare, has been for hundreds of years. Um, but it makes it difficult for outside analysts to understand, to get a grip on precisely what's taking place in places like Bakhmut. Um, it's pivotal, and it will be pivotal, pivotal um, in, the, um, in the spring offensive. In fact, you, you mentioned Yevgeny 
Fugotsin, the the head of the Wagner Group, just a few moments or so ago, he said that he thinks the um, this spring offensive on behalf of Ukraine has already started and is already underway. Different commentators uh, make different um, different interpretations. President Zelensky himself says that it's not underway and won't be underway because it's still holding out for further military and financial support from the West. And on the subject of that, just a couple of days ago, Steve, um, it was announced that Great Britain had, uh, for the first time, given long-range missiles, an undisclosed number of, of storm shadow missiles to, uh, to, to Ukraine. These have a range of some 240 kilometers around 150 150 miles so these now more than more than anything we've given before these are capable of reaching inside russia obviously officially and the position of the uk government is that these weapons must not be used for those purposes must only be used for defense purposes but it's yet a further sign of escalation um but coming back to bakhmut we don't yet know what the situation is uh, there are reports of, of a 60-mile-long uh, line here, and and, um, and Ukraine is, is supplying that whole 60-mile stretch with battle tanks. But we'll, we'll find out how this plays out over the next few days. By the way, the first what Ben was saying right there, the first casualty of war is the truth. And there's been lying on both sides. I mean, the KGB has been fantastic at, at lies and misrepresentations. The uh, the American uh, intelligence community, with, which essentially is running the war, right, running the war over there, they, they've been fantastic. The only real moment of truth that we've gotten, I think, Ben, is with the leak of the of the presentations to the Joint Chiefs of Staff, and you never see anything about that anymore. That kind of went away. That that went away. But but there they talked about the casualty rates, and they talked about seventeen thousand. This was presentations to the to the Joint Chiefs. Seventeen thousand Russians dead, not hundreds of thousands. Seventeen thousand Russian dead versus I think seventy thousand casualties for the Ukrainians. The Ukrainians have have suffered dramatically. Bakhmut itself, Bakhmut is a town was a town of seventy thousand people. I think they're talking. They say there's like thirty five, twenty five hundred to five thousand left. And if you see the raid the other night, the, the the white phosphorus looked like Dresden. The city looked like Dresden in nineteen forty five. Th- this is a brutal, brutal war being underwritten by you. The mid- middle of the debt ceiling negotiations were funneling in hundreds of billions of dollars. Ben's going to be with us throughout the hour. We're going to get to the bottom of all this. Talk about the debt ceiling. Todd Benzman's also going to join us on the invasion of the southern border, protecting the border of Ukraine, allowing the open border in Texas, Arizona, New Mexico, California, all next in the war room. Junk science. That's what the doctor called many of those fruit and vegetable supplements. Junk science because they use extracts of common produce department fruits and vegetables with few health benefits. Now look, I take Field of Greens because it's the whole organic fruit and vegetable, not a watered-down supplement, and it's backed by a better health promise. Each ingredient in Field of Greens was scientifically chosen to support vital organs like heart, lungs, and kidney health. Others support my immune system, blood pressure, metabolism, and healthy weight loss. I don't eat as healthy as I should. I got that. I know it. I own it. 
That's why I take Field of Greens. Like me, you'll probably look and feel healthier fast and have way more energy. And I mean way more energy. But your best proof will be at your next checkout checkup when your doctor says, hey, whatever you're doing, it's working. Keep it up. Let me get you started with 15% off. Visit fieldofgreens.com. That's fieldofgreens.com. And use promo code Bannon. That's promo code Bannon at fieldofgreens.com. Take action, action, action. Do that today. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay. Uh, you're paying... You're paying hundreds of billions of dollars of cash we don't have. We have to print that at the Federal Reserve to um, basically initiate, fight a war between two Slavic entities 10,000 miles away from here, two Slavic entities fighting over Russian-speaking eastern Ukraine. And now there's a massive uh, spring offensive started. These cities have been destroyed. They're talking about going to Crimea. The, the thing's an absolute mess. But your money is every day piling into there, and they're maniacally focused on it. That's a high priority. At the same time, and you had we started the show with Ted Cruz, that magnificent thing from the first day of the invasion, laying it out. It isn't, it's a deliberate uh, actions by your government to lead to an invasion. That's Ted Cruz's, Ted Cruz's word, an invasion of the southern border. Todd Benzman, you, you've been doing years of great coverage on this. I, I didn't want to start off with a story you broke here the other day and then wrote up a huge piece of, on CIS, and it was the number one link over at a Citizens Free Press. It got massive traffic. I want you to tell how this is all control flow. This, this is, they've gamed the system. The Mexican authorities, as you reported, are in complete coordination with the U.S. authorities about controlled flow. They don't want any more optics. If you see... The cover of Todd Benzman's book, you understand, they never want again what happened in Del Rio at the International Bridge where there are thousands of Haitians in the water under the bridge. It looked like a part of Haiti. They can't have that optic. So they have to have controlled flow. Walk us through your assessment the first couple of days formally of this invasion. Where do we stand and why is this a coordinated process between the cartels, the Mexican authorities and the U.S. government, sir? Well, first of all, there absolutely was a controlled flow agreement between uh, the Biden administration and the Obrador administration. It's absolutely confirmed they were doing it. They're still doing it. However, the te- something very interesting has happened with it. The Texas governor, Greg Abbott, uh, is really is intervened by deploying tactical National Guard units that have gotten right down on the riverbank here in Matamoros, in this sector at least, and I'm hearing that they're doing it in the El Paso sector too, and they're literally stopping and blocking the immigrants as they come up the riverbank and will not let them pass. Uh, And if they try to pass, they've got pepper balls that they can fire on them, and they are not letting them pass. In that operation, it's got at least a mile of riverbank far as I can tell, on the Texas side. Uh, Without them, there would be that controlled flow agreement. They would be bringing them in. But uh, Governor Abbott is like, really, yeah, there's my video of that. That's what it looks like. They're not letting them in. Those people are coming back to Mexico, trying again. They're beating their head up against the wall over and over again. This is stunning. I've been covering this thing for two years, and it's always a red carpet welcome on the other side where they just come on in, watch your step, be careful, 
uh, processing is up the riverbank over here. We'll have you in in a minute. Uh, where they're, they're just instead just oiled and thwarted. Now, having said that, I do believe that eventually these immigrants, there's 5,000 at least behind me, I think there's maybe as 10,000, are going to be watching very carefully from this point forward whether the ones that do get through are being allowed in through the loopholes. There's, there's a half a dozen different loopholes in this plan. If they get in... If they are let through in these loopholes, that word will, will trickle back here very quickly, and you're going to have uh, greater surges. And I just one last thing I want to point out is that we're already at the greatest uh, numbers in the history of America uh, on border entries and every other metric. So uh, I know there's, there's a lot of media down here going, oh, look at this. And there's this thing happening at the border. But this has just been going on for two years, two and a half years almost. Uh, we have five million people at least in the country. Uh, this keeps going like this, and, and the administration actually lets all these people through loopholes. So we're going to have uh, eight, nine, ten million by the end of the first five-year term. I want to go back. I want to hit a couple of things. Number one, I, I just want to clarify this. We had Savannah Hernandez on, uh, I think, on, uh, on a Thursday afternoon. She was reporting from El Paso. She was talking about she saw the papers from some of the people in, and they had report dates. The first report date was in 2027. It was four years away. She also reported that she saw people that had it 10 years away. Then there were reports that they were so far behind in processing, they weren't even giving them a date. They had literally no date. They had, some had 10 years. Some had no dates. Yeah. And a federal judge uh, Thursday before it went final Friday, Friday, Thursday at midnight or Friday morning in the morning, basically said the Biden administration couldn't do that. Did you actually have to process them and give them a date and that date had to be reasonable? Is, is that is that something that's real or am I misinterpreting that or is that something that happened? Then I want to get back to the Abbott and the Texas situation. Yeah, you got that right. Uh, the same Florida judge that issued the order against alternatives to detention, and we've talked about that on your show. They found this in run, they threaded the needle around that thing. That same judge said, you have to detain and deport, you must detain them. The problem is that the administration is already 150% capacity. Everything that they've built already over there is completely full, uh, and their policy is to not uh, detain family units or unaccompanied minors for very long anyway on the unaccompanied minors, but the family units are supposedly getting a ride in. It's going to be really interesting to see how the administration is able to scramble facilities to meet, to comply with that uh, judge's order. I can't tell you, I don't want to even predict what's going to happen, but all of these people here on the ground, what that means is that if they see Safe street releases, that's what they're calling that. Like, we just can't put them anywhere, so we're just going to let them go. Uh, if these people see that, they're gone. They're going over, and they're going to partake in that, and they're telling me that that's what they're going to do. So uh, we'll see. T the, the, the immediate days after Title 42, it's still a little early. There people are watching to see how the administration is able to handle its new policy. 
Mallorca's is up on TV everywhere, and he it gives you that same, and it drives you nuts. It's got to be a psyop to, to make people insane. But they talk about these human about you talk about the loopholes. They're talking about humanitarian pathways. I, I just want this audience to understand when they say humanitarian pathways, that's just another system that they have of codified loopholes to get as many people in as possible. Am, am I incorrect on that, Todd Benzman? Yeah, man, we did not even touch on that. The other thing that's going on with a new policy, nobody talks about this, we need to talk about it, is the CBP-1 Humanitarian Permit Giveaway Program. It's a cornerstone of the, the new post-42 uh, regime. Uh, most of the people or a lot of the people behind me over here are in line for that. They're in the application line. Yesterday I was in the Haitian camps 50 miles upriver in Reynosa. All of them are like, oh, we're going to we're, we're applying for one of those humanitarian permits. The administration has vastly expanded that. Everybody here is being told we're going to it's inevitable that we're going to get one eventually. But that permit system was not authorized by Congress. There are 20 states that have sued and, and it's been a while. Uh, so that law litigation is is maturing. And the day that a court, and it's in, a, uh, uh, it's in the Fifth Circuit, so what that means is uh, if, if a court strikes down this humanitarian parole thing, the cornerstone of the entire Biden administration post-42 policy is over. All these people that are in line for that will not be able to do CBP-1. What do you think they're going to do? What does anybody here think that they're going to do? They're going for it. That's what they're going to do. So watch that litigation as well. And, and also just realize. I want to go back. They're yeah. just handing, they're going. handing out Keep these going. permits without. They're handing out these permits without interviewing or vetting any of their claims for humanitarian protection needs. They're handing out 99% approvals of all applicants without interviewing any of them. It's ridiculous. They're just. They're just pro they're pre-legalizing hundreds of thousands of people uh, with these bogus humanitarian permits. None of these Venezuelans are even coming from Venezuela. They've been living safely, prosperously, and happily in third countries for years and years. And they're like, oh, the door's open. I might as well come in. Sorry, go ahead. No, I got it. This is what I want to get to. The asylum system is supposed to be very restrictive on it has to be specific political persecution or, or danger about torture or things like that. Here, they've gamed the system and they can sit on TV and say this. But in reality, what they're doing is just handing these to people, no interviews. And then they're in the country and they don't. And it's four years or five years for they even have to show up. Is that the system that the Biden regime has going on right now? Todd Benzman. Yes, and, and you have to believe this when I say it. The purpose of it, the only purpose of it is to declog the look of massive people coming across the border illegally between ports of entry. All of these, there's 10,000 people behind me that think they're going to get the CBP-1 thing in a quick hurry. Uh, and that's assuming no judges strike it down. Uh, because... They stay over here and, and they get let in in a trickle through the ports of entry in a way that you can't see. And it reduces the political optic of a Fox News drone or me 
out here videotaping them just yeah. quote, rushing over the border. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. Todd, Todd, just ha- just take just take a but hang on, for, hang for one second. We're take a short commercial break. We have Todd Benzman on the uh, Mexican side of the border uh, down near Brownsville. We have uh, Ben Harnwa in Rome. We're going to talk about the tale of two borders. The one you're putting hundreds of billions in to secure would be in Ukraine. The one that's open and your government is actually exacerbating an invasion of your nation is on the southern border of Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, and California. All next, only in the war room. For war room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in stream short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical, that's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, uh, welcome back. I'm gonna get to uh, I'm gonna get to uh, Ben Harnwell. Uh, I talk about Zelensky, everything that's going on in Europe, and but the the border you're defending, the border you're defending is uh, in Ukraine. You're putting hundreds of billions of dollars into it and have the complete focus of the United States government. The one that the invasion's coming on is the southern border. Todd Benzman. Um, Thank you for going. I know you got stuff to do, so I want to. Here's what, and if you can put the cover of your book, what he's talking about the optics, they, his cover of the book overrun. And Todd, I know this comes from years of reporting, but I got to tell you, brother, I don't think I've seen a more prescient book in my life because if you get this book, you will understand how this has been going on for a while, how they thought it through. This is not random, it's not really chaotic the way they see it. It's chaotic the way the world sees it, but they, they've got a system. They've got a process. Aren't, aren't the illegal aliens that are now coming up, don't they have a certain amount of arrogance to them that they have a right to get into the United States and, and they, get very, they get very upset if that process is not as smooth as possible? But they, know, they come up there. They know they're getting in. They've been invited in. They understand that. And, they're, um, and they, get, um, they get very upset if it's not a smooth process because they know they have a right to get into the United States of America, sir. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've been interviewing immigrants for years on this thing. Uh, I, I would have to characterize it as that there is a 
sort of uh, an entitlement, uh, feeling like, like, how dare you block us from this? I get this all the time. Uh, there's a reason why the Texas uh, troopers over here, I call them the Texicans, there is a Texican standoff going on that's just amazing. If you look at my video on my Twitter feed, uh, they're just clashing over there. But there's a reason why those guys over there are armed with pepper balls and that they're ready to fire at these guys. Uh, they have shown a propensity to use violence to get through cordons. All through the, all along the Bible trails, they will fight, they will riot, they will do whatever they have to, come, burn things, uh, do whatever they have to to just get in. And they, they fully in, expect and uh, believe that they have an absolute inalienable God-given right to be inside the United States. There is a lot of that. This is... This is the key point. This is one we'll develop in the days ahead, but this is the key point. I want to go back to Abbott. We've been all over Abbott. We had Paxson on the other day about, do you believe that Abbott finally, in a, in, in a, in a sense of an emergency and crisis, that the Texans have finally stood up and trying to trying to repel this invasion, make it as hard as possible? I mean, what I'm seeing down here in this sector, along just uh, hundreds of yards of the riverbank, where... Three days running, I was watching just thousands of migrants just pouring over that in a controlled flow between the Biden administration and Oberdor. And then all of a sudden it stopped when Texas DPS and Abbott uh, put those troops down there uh, with their pepper ball uh, guns and all that. And um, I, I think that what this shows us is that something like that can work. He, I don't think Abbott had been willing to quite actually put them down there on the razor wire right on the riverbank and like physically block them like NFL linemen or something. Uh, and I think that, uh, you know, if it works here, uh, Texas is the only state standing between a complete flood of humanity uh, between the Obrador and, and Biden governments. They've agreed to let's have a flow. Uh, and then there's Abbott getting in the way. There's a reason why uh, Mayorkas, when he saw the first video of this, which, by the way, was my video, within an hour, and it went viral, of uh, DPS just blocking a huge group of uh, immigrants in the water, leaving them in the water with babies and children and the whole thing, called a press conference to condemn Texas over this. And it's also why you can't find a single Border Patrol agent up there with them. Not one, not even a vehicle, nothing. They are backed off. This is all Texas over there right now, and it's interesting to watch. What is it? Really for, 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 for so long, you've heard. For so long, you've heard the Texans say and Abbott say he was restricted from doing this. I mean, I, we admire it. We, it needs to be done. More of it needs to be done. But but why now? Was it the political pressure and the optics, your videos and others that 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 has put pressure? on Abbott to actually act? Because we know the Republican establishment in Texas doesn't want to stop this. What was it that actually had yeah. Abbott I mean, do listen, what he's been saying for years he can't do? And I, I, I'm not saying this to toot my horn or something, but I was the only one over here uh, from the U.S. And th that, those videos that you're showing right there, those in, I'm told by people who are close to Abbott that those videos right there that I was uh, shooting enraged him. They sent him into rage. My narration on it was there is nobody on the Texas side to oppose this. 
They're going right over that razor wire. And he was enraged and he picked up the phone and he was screaming and yelling at all of his appointees and deputies, get somebody down there and oppose this. And they did the very next day. They were down there doing that. Uh, and they haven't left. They've only reinforced it and they've kept it going. Let's talk about let's talk about Mallorcas because immediately Mallorcas came and said this has to stop. He condemned it, right? What were the words he used? Uh, yeah, I mean he he was condemning it, but then he was he was condemning it in the context of you know they're not co- cooperating with us, they're not collaborating with us. Uh, we have to be one big team working together, and what Texas is doing is not collaborative. Uh, and uh, a reporter asked a co- uh, some reporters asked a couple of questions, and then he kind of gave these typical mealy mouth answers. I'm with you on my Marcus. I just about uh, you know I have a hard time watching the guy uh, in any public context no. at all. Hang but, on, hang, hang yeah. on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I got I got to get to this because we I, I know many people that are now just coming to this topic over the last month or two, and he's even driving them crazy. I want the audience to understand he does that on purpose, which he sits there and just not just lies, but has this way about him that what you see as reality in his reality is not true. And he comes up with a whole new fantasy reality that is true. It's, he's running a psyop on it, uh, us, is he not, sir? Man, I don't know what it is, but I'll tell you this, that he is lying. He's materially lying and he's wittingly lying. He's He's not like I have wrong information line. He's he's he just says, you know, this is happening. But the reality is that something completely different is happening. And he's perfectly OK with that. I, I saw him. I saw him do this under oath uh, before Congress, through, before uh, committees. And uh, even his own Border Patrol chief, Raul Ortiz, refused to go there and he just said I, I you know and he told the truth yeah the border is out of control it's not secure uh and that you know right after my came on because nobody can just lie like that uh you know nobody's gonna lie like that and put their you know their integrity on the line it's, it's i'll just leave it there well it, it, it i said uh yesterday on the show as we opened on the first morning of, of the invasion on friday uh that I believe we got to skip the in, impeachment of Mayorkas. He's too. We have to go to Garland, Merrick Garland, and 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 Biden, because the Justice Department also signed off or is allowing the breaking of the law here knowingly, and and Biden is is the guy ordering this or allowing this to happen. But is there any doubt? Before I leave you, Todd, I know you got work to do. Is there any doubt in your mind, being the the most senior person that has covered this now for a couple of years, written an incredible book about two incredible books, but the last one, just so prescient, overrun, which came out last fall, and is down there and has had the videos that actually spurred the governor of Texas to finally take action because he understood that it was the end of his political career. Is there any doubt in your mind that this is a, an invasion of the United States? a massive invasion with literally millions of people that is completely thought through and controlled by elements of the United States government? Yeah, there's no doubt or question in my mind that this uh, was done knowingly in advance. This is not incompetence. Uh, This should not ever be regarded as incompetent. It's been too long, two and a half years. 
the controlled flow agreement between Biden and the Mexican government, which they never announced. They've never told anybody they're using a WhatsApp, encrypted WhatsApp uh, thing to tell them when to bring them over. I mean, that is that is planned. It is uh, coordinated and it is accommodating and facilitating and enticing. And they know it. They absolutely know exactly what that is. And uh, I, I'll never uh, understand anybody who thinks that, th- that they're just screwing up or something like that. That's not what's going on here at all. They want mass numbers of people into the country for as many as they can get in while they have the power to do it. Todd Benzman, where do people go on all the different platforms to, to get your videos, to get your reporting? You're in harm's way down there. People should know that. And Todd is really risking a lot in doing this incredible reporting. Where do they get your books? Where do they get your writings? But particularly now that you're putting stuff up all the time, uh, where do they go for, for all of that? Sure. Well, the, the book is the definitive book about this border crisis available on Amazon, wherever books are sold and your bookstores. Uh, and then uh, you can follow me at Benzman Todd Twitter. Uh, all of my uh, videos are being posted up there from down here. I'm still going to be here another couple days. Uh, and uh, I'll be coming back again soon. Uh, and also CIS.org, uh, great organization. Uh, they are supporting me being here. And it'd be great if people would support CIS.org. They're keeping me down here paying the bill. Center for Immigration Study. Remember, Todd, when I say he spent his career doing this, he was with uh, DPS, essentially the Texas Rangers, the Department of Public Safety in Texas as an intelligence, um, uh, I guess, officer in the intelligence group. So he knows this every inch of this border, every inch of the Mexican on the Mexican side. And it comes with the most informed information reporting. Todd, be safe, brother, because you, Burquam, all of you are in in harm's way down there. So be safe. Thanks for having me. I want you to compare and contrast that to the operation. In, in, In Ukraine, we have a sophisticated, uh, well thought through funding operation, intelligence operation, um, sending money, cash money to keep their to keep their government afloat. It's a it's a very the apparatus, the the administrative state and the deep state in this radical regime have focused that the remember and Kamala Harris, they all say it, the, the, the territorial integrity, the sovereignty and the self-determination of the Ukrainian people, that's the three, that's boom, boom, boom. The, 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 the territorial integrity, the sovereignty, and the self-determination of the Ukrainian people is paramount. Got, got to be helpful. And we're going to put billions of dollars in there. We have special forces in there. Completely well thought through. While on the southern border of this country, there's an invasion by the same people to break the sovereignty of this nation. And let in now six million people we know of. It's going to get up to 10 million quite quickly. And by the time Trump, uh, Biden's only term ends and Trump returns, there'll be 10 to 12 million people. Think about that, 10 to 12 million people. At 10 million people, it would be the 10th largest state in the union. It would have 12 seats in the House of Representatives, 12 seats, 12 congressmen. Think about that for a second.
You have to think about that. Ben Burkwam is going to, uh, excuse me, Ben Harnwell from Rome is going to join us in a moment. Come back and join us to talk about this. Short commercial break. Back in a moment. In my younger days, I was a naval officer on a destroyer. In fact, I was the A-gang officer in charge of all the engineering systems that were not main propulsion. And one of those was air purification. And I can tell you, the standards of the United States Navy are second to none. If all home air purifiers are the same, why did the U.S. Department of Defense select EnviroCleanse to protect and purify the air on board our Navy ships? Because EnviroCleanse, advanced mineral technology, goes beyond ordinary HEPA filters to destroy airborne illness-causing cold and flu viruses, including COVID. EnviroCleanse is the new science in air purification, and now you can order one for your home. This is how you help stop colds and flus from taking your whole family down. This is how you destroy allergy and flaming toxins and mold from the air your family breathes. In fact, this hospital-grade technology is so powerful that it promises far fewer colds and allergies and better sleep. Visit ekpure.com. That's ekpure.com and use the code STEVE for 10% off your EnviroCleanse home purification unit. You also receive a free air quality monitor, plus fast, free shipping. That's $150 savings right there. That's ekpure.com, code Steve. ekpure.com, code Steve. Getter has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas, the platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Trump versus DeSantis on taxes. In Congress, Ron DeSantis pushed a 23% national sales tax where the middle class pays more. 90% of families would get a tax hike if DeSantis replaced the current system. President Trump cut taxes a lot, lowering tax rates for everyone. Trump cut taxes. DeSantis tried to raise them. Ron DeSantis, wrong on tax hikes, just not ready. Make America Great Again, Inc. is responsible for the content of this advertising. It wasn't just taxes. It's this structure of how you think about taxes, because that sales tax is a incredibly regressive tax. And look, as everybody knows and the president knows, uh, I was not a huge fan of I liked the tax cuts. I thought we should increase taxes on the upper bracket. And the president totally disagreed with that. And he had his tax cut and worked out incredible. This is why you got all these tax revenues today. But Ron DeSantis, his concept was totally it's a it's a difference in structure. It's about really a sales tax. This is what Paul Ryan was pushing big time. It never got it was a failure to launch. Um, I had Ben on Ben, we got so much to discuss on this that we'll have to get to Monday, including Zelensky's visit, uh, everything that's happening there, Zelensky being b- broomed from Eurovision. I-, I think that I would say that maybe the, uh, uh, the powers that be, certain powers that be in Europe are getting, uh, are having a belly full of Zelensky right now. But I want to go back to all the chips in the table 
you know, you got the Chinese Communist Party is sending an envoy to um, to both Moscow and Kiev to try to be the peacemakers. You've got this thing that I showed the other day on the show. I had a chance to in the Financial Times that China literally told Brussels, if you try to do anything to the companies that are supporting the Russian war machine, we will retaliate. And of course, Brussels do what they always do. They rolled over and uh, they rolled over and, and, and kind of cooed. Your sense, and I want, it, 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 you, if the European media, just the Europeans, you see all the effort the Americans are putting in, and we're the drivers of this. The Europeans aren't putting in much money. I mean, look, Britain's giving them long-range missiles so they can start blowing up Russia and get, you know, ex- escalate this thing bigger. But the Americans are driving this. Everybody knows the Americans are driving this. So they're driving the strategy. They're driving the economics. We're paying for the government. We're paying for the teachers. We're paying for the retirement of the nurses. Yet you see the invasion on our southern border, an invasion, I might add, that Pope Francis came over during the Trump during I think it was 15 or 16, I think it was 16, and had mass right down there and said, hey, you should never have walls. Just your, 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 your thoughts on the compare and contrast of the efforts of America in the United States government to, to support Ukraine on their fight on their border versus what's happening on our southern border, sir. Um, Steve, the sociopathic overlords that are currently engaged in running the United States into the ground couldn't care less about Ukraine. It's a pretext. It's always been a pretext. The the International Bureau has maintained this this line right from the beginning. It is simply a a, a colossal opportunity for grift, not simply the war itself, but also the reconstruction of Ukraine afterwards. That I, and I've not seen anything in the last 15 months that changes my mind about that. That's the tragedy for Americans. It's also the tragedy for Europeans and especially for, for Ukrainians themselves, especially. No one actually really seems to care about the Ukrainians. That, that's the issue. It, it's a, a huge opportunity to make billions. Yeah. How much money is that? Some counts, I think... Um, some counts put this at 200, 200 billion dollars uh, that, that the United States has given in terms of financial aid um, and military aid to, to Ukraine. We know very little of, 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 of exactly where this money has gone. We do know that, that some of the, these armaments are being resold on, on, on the black market by the Ukrainians to make money. Um, but there's, there's, there's zero accountability. This is the tragedy, Steve. Um, and of course, as you, as you said earlier, it's it's the charnel house for the Ukrainians. They're, those they're, they're the people who are being driven into the um, into the meat grinder. If I could um, simply uh, say one thing uh, with regards to the European Union, there are two branches of thought here in the European Union. Um, we, we obviously will be covering quite heavily the the, the Ursula von der Leyen uh, line, and, and that is just total. A virtue signaling uh, to a sociopathic degree it has been from the beginning. But she's the president of the European Commission. Technically, the um, the policy, the foreign policy of the of the European Union is handled by um, Josep uh, Borrell, who's a former president of the uh, the European Parliament. I knew him ever so slightly fifteen years ago when I worked in Brussels. Now, the, now, unlike Ursula von der Leyen, who's actually supposedly a centre-right, a Christian Democrat, Borrell um, is, is a Spanish um, socialist. But this guy is, is, a, is much more intelligent 
um, in a good way, not in a cynical way, with his, uh, with his grasp of the situation. If I could just read an excerpt, just a couple of lines that the FT have reported. This is from a letter that Josep Borrell has written to the 27 um, foreign ministers of the European Union that have been gathered um, in Stockholm yesterday and today in order to define a new policy with regards to China. He says this, the China issue is much more complex than the Russia issue. China's ambition is clearly to build a new world order with China at its centre. A Russian defeat in Ukraine will not derail China's trajectory and China will manage to take geopolitical advantage of it. Now, that is actually quite sort of, that, that is a level of, of grasp and of thought that we're not seeing from Ursula von der Leyen, but we are seeing yes. from the, the, the high representative of, of foreign affairs. And, I, you know, I'll, be, I'll keep my eyes on him. Ben, we, yeah, okay, we got to bounce. How do people get to you on uh, social media? I need people to follow you, and you're also doing, um, you're doing original content now, exclusive content for the website. How do people get there? Thanks, Steve. It's get, as always, uh, the profile uh, at Harnwell, um, which is my surname. That's where I am on that. But I'll also draw uh, attention to the newsletter, where I will be putting something out, if I can, if the results come in, on the Turkish elections on Sunday, the presidential elections tomorrow, which will be absolutely pivotal Perfect. pivotal for the future um, geopolitical, geopolitical balance. Ben, th- thank you very much, brother. MyPillow.com, promo code WARROOM. Buy one, get one free on the MyPillow 2.0. Stick around. 90 seconds. We're back with Philip Patrick and Dave Walsh in the War Room. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 7 100,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out.